Good morning, and peace be with you. We have some announcements this morning. I, as I was walking up, Jan told me to mention the Halverson family in need of prayer, and I, Sheila Halverson is nearing going home, and so peace and comfort be upon her and her family. Also, Jack Flaherty passed away this last week in Hawaii, and Jack, uh, it is reported, passed away peacefully in his sleep, and um, I understand that he was uh, in his 90s, and um, it was mentioned that he lived a life that was complete and full and um, was very beloved. I'm sorry I didn't get to meet him, but I know that he was a member over at Grace at some point in time, and then also here uh, with his wife, Sarah. So um, lift up those families and many others that are um, going through this season, uh, as well as, um, you know, this time of year, a lot of memories come back and flood in, don't they? But we miss those loved ones that have gone before us. And uh, I don't know if it's a combination of the weather and the lack of light, but it's pretty easy to get down in the dumps. And um, if you're experiencing that, um, let me know. Come and talk with me and pray with me and, and reach out because um, the worst thing you could do is, is isolate and be alone. This is a, really a time to be um, with others in a safe place that you are, that you trust, and to beseech the Lord for peace and comfort. Amen? Okay. I'd like also to draw your attention to the bulletin here. We have uh, donor statements that are out uh, in the narthex right now. Uh, I would like to remind you to mark your calendars that our annual congregational meeting is scheduled for Saturday, January the 18th, which is next Saturday with lunch served at 11.30 a.m. and the meeting starting at 12.15 p.m. So please do come. We need uh, a, a number of people for a quorum uh, in order to vote uh, for some specific items, and your presence is appreciated and, and really needed. So thank you for that. I would also, the third item there, along the line of our ministry, and, and you guys are ministers um, won't you please consider writing a note of encouragement of anything uh, and, and putting a stamp on it uh, and sending it to Rosie Kendig. She uh, has uh, the addresses there. She's at Oakmont of Huntington Beach, and then the address and the room number and so forth. I got a call from one of her friends um, just to report in how Rosie is doing, and she's lonely. And um, so if you, if you would, please just write a, a little note and uh, send it to her. Let her know you're thinking about her, maybe a prayer, scripture, however, a picture, cartoon, you know, anything like that, just to let her know that she is not alone and that she is being thought of. And then also uh, the digital sign, uh, we, have been got, we have gotten some really generous donations there, and I believe we're somewhere close to 7,000 having... We're over 7,000, so we're kind of in the, in the realm of around just needing about 2,000 more to uh, accomplish our goal and, and to get that thing ordered, and um, so if your 
heart so lends you or leads you, won't you please consider donating uh, on that digital sign? I appreciate that very much. Let us now stand and let us sing as unto the Lord. Our opening hymn is All Creatures of Our God and King on page 527. We come together this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. God our Father. By what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you. And for his sake, he forgives you all of your sins. And as you are called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation. Let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. This is the feast of victory for our God, Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. 
Let us pray. Father in heaven, at the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan River, you proclaimed him your beloved son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Make all who are baptized in his name faithful in their calling as your children and inheritors with him of everlasting life. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. The first reading this morning is for the, from the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verses 1 through 9, and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1124. Isaiah 42, 1 through 9. Here is my servant who I uphold, my chosen one whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Faithfulness he will bring forth just in faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teaching the islands will put their hope. This is what the Lord God said God the Lord says, the creator of heavens who stretches them out, who spreads out the earth with all that springs from it, who gives breath to the people and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will talk, I will take hold of your hand I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. See, the former things have taken place, and new things I declare before they spring into being. I announce them to you. We will read Psalm 29 responsively, which is printed in your bulletin. Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly things, beings, 
Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The, glo- the God of glory thunders, and the Lord thunders over the mighty waters. <clears throat> The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, all cry glory. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. The epistle is taken from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 1 through 11, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1754. Romans 6. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through the baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, like his, we will certainly also be united with him in resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away, might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that, they, that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death has no longer as a mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But 
the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew from the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Gospel this morning is from St. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1499. Matthew 3, verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Have you ever misplaced the remote for your TV? Every day. How'd that make you feel? Lost, huh? Maybe panicky, maybe a little frustrated. Isn't it funny how um, we've become so dependent on things that didn't exist, say, 50 years ago? They didn't exist, or they certainly were not common. My dad always had uh, a TV remote or two. It was my brother Bill and I. I remember one time when my older brother, the TV remote on the RCA, flipped the channels like that, and you didn't do that. But he did, and my dad was sitting there. It was a Sunday night, and uh, I think it was going to be Wild Kingdom and then uh, National Geographic, the world of National Geographic. So John, or for, so John, ooh. So Bill goes over there and brrr, and it goes snap. And I could just see the, him just do this. I love my TV remote. Anytime I watch TV, I, I keep it nearby, don't I? If I miss something, I can hit the rewind button on the remote control and 
my smart TV will let me go back and watch it again. Sometimes I may want to hit the pause button so that I can get up and get a snack or do whatever. And when I come back, I can hit the play button and pick up right where I left off. Isn't that something? It's caused me to be kind of a lazy listener because I find myself on the radio in the, you know, in the car going, what, what, what did they say? Today I want to begin our, our lesson by hitting the rewind button, if you will, and going back a few Sundays that uh, we've had previously to, to look at our lessons over the past few weeks. We, we begin our, our lesson by um, hitting the rewind button and we get back to the birth of Jesus. In fact, we learned over the last few weeks that even before Jesus was born, an angel appeared to Joseph and told him that Mary was going to have a son and that they would name him Jesus. And next, the next week we learned that Joseph and Mary journeyed to Bethlehem and Jesus was born and laid in a manger because there was no room for them anywhere, no room in the inn. And then the next week we studied about some kings who were searching for the Christ child that had been born so that they could worship him. We also learned that a wicked King Herod wanted to kill the baby Jesus. But an angel helped Joseph and Mary and the baby Jesus to escape to safety in Egypt. And so right now, we're going to hit the fast-forward button, and we are going to look ahead and see that Jesus is, and we're going to see Jesus as a grown man. Our lesson today, that Jesus came to Galilee to the Jordan River where a man named John was preaching and telling people to confess their sins and to be baptized, a baptism of repentance. And Jesus came to John and he asked to be baptized. And we know that John was amazed that Jesus would ask to be baptized. And he tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. Why are you coming to me? And Jesus answered, it must be done. For we must do all that God requires. And so John agreed, and he baptized Jesus. And after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the Bible tells us that the heavens were opened and the Spirit of God descended upon him like a dove and settled on him. And then came the voice of God the Father saying, This is my Son, whom I love with him. I am well pleased. Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist because it was important for him to do all that God had sent him to earth to do. Was God pleased with him? Yeah, he was. He said he was. 
And Jesus demonstrates yet again perfect submission, perfect obedience. Now, there's a lot of confusion over who God is. And I think that we do that on purpose, we being fleshly men. It leaves us room for us to invent the little g God that we want. The one who believes what we believe. And the one who hates who we hate. This God, little g, God, follows the laws we make and only wants us to be happy. Have you heard that? God just wants you to be happy. Sin always tries to create God in our image. Paul, not so subtly, heads this line of thinking off at the pass. Cut it off at the pass, as the saying goes, when he says in Romans 6, verses 1 through 4, which we heard today, dead to sin, alive to God. He says, what shall I say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too, we too might walk in newness of life. So in the baptism of our Lord, in the baptism of Jesus, we see who God is. Triune. Ever heard somebody say, well, the Trinity's not in the Bible. Oh, contraire, mon frere. We see him as the triune. We hear the Father, we see the Son, and we see the Holy Spirit light upon him like a dove. But if we look closer, if we really look closer, we see more. We see God is more to us than just triune. The epiphany is seeing God at work. The epiphany is seeing him at work. We just got done with a study practicing the presence of the Lord. He's at work with you right now, has been, always was, and always will be. We know him more than just by his name. He reveals himself in action. The Father speaks from on high. The Son is incarnate to fulfill all righteousness, and the Spirit remains with us, in us, and conveys Jesus. God is what he does. God is what he does. So here's some examples, some tangible examples of what the Lord does, who the Lord is, who God is from Psalm 29 today. Did you hear it? Were you listening? 
It said in verse 4, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Don't we know because he said so that he spoke the heavens into existence? The Lord is powerful. It's what he does. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon with his voice. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord, verse 7, flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. And strips the forest bare. And in his temple, all cry glory. The Lord breathes life into you and to me. God does something. God is always doing something. The revelation of the triune God was shown to us through the baptism of Jesus in order to fill all righteousness. Jesus said so. God is what God does. He is what he does. He fulfills all righteousness for us. Listen to this. Jesus climbs down into filthy waters for forgiveness that he doesn't need. Jesus got baptism, got baptized to fulfill what the Father told him to do, but he didn't need forgiveness. But in that water, he assumes our sin and he carries it to Calvary and pins it on a cross. And there the Father is well pleased. Wrath is abated. God's righteous wrath that you and I deserved is abated, paid for, propitiated. And the result is love abounds. The Spirit conveys this Jesus to us in the same waters. In that font right there. You are baptized. Not you were. You are baptized. You're walking wet, clothed in Christ, marked by the Spirit. You are baptized not into a small inconsequential, minute, little itty-bitty, common, trivial, tiny piece of flesh. No, you are more than that in your baptism. What is it, Pastor? You are baptized into the triune God. You are baptized into the triune God who fulfills all righteousness for you. That's a pretty good deal. In the name of Jesus, amen.
Will you please stand? Let us now confess together our faith to the words of the Apostles' Creed found on page 3 of your bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. And on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. As a family in Jesus Christ, let us pray. Dear Lord, God Almighty and Heavenly Father, we gather this morning to praise your holy name and appeal to your mercies by our prayers, perfected through the Holy Spirit and by the grace of your Son, Jesus, who stands as our Redeemer before you. Heavenly Father, we pray for our nation and our world, the greed for personal power by leaders around the world, both political and religious, is causing misery, death, and destruction to people in all nations who only seek to live in peace. If you want the United States to remain as the nation whom you have empowered to protect and defend peaceful nations against tyranny and religious zealots, please strengthen our national resolve and protect us from attack from our enemies, both inside and outside our borders and inside and outside our own government. Please guide us in our actions. Give us Solomon's wisdom in how we respond to threats, whether or not we seek it, and encourage us to be kind to one another. Help us recognize Satan in our daily lives and turn away. We pray that you would humble our government representatives and judges who have turned away from you and your precepts to pursue their own sin-driven self-interests and goals. Please don't stand aside to allow us to fix our own problems because you know we can't. We pray that you would act to awaken us to your presence throughout the world. Please open our eyes to the power and might of your being. Holy Father, Almighty God, please help and protect our children and help us as parents, grandparents, teachers, and friends to lead teach and show our children how to manage anger, show compassion, love one another, and turn from evil influences in their lives, whether in video games, movies, social media, news media, or other sources of destruction. Help us as adults model the best behavior in our relationships. We pray for your church on earth its leaders, ministers, missionaries, and congregations of believers. Please, Holy Spirit, keep us true in our faith in Jesus, our Savior. 
Please protect from harm those who follow your command to spread the good news of Jesus' saving grace throughout the world. Please also protect those who worship your holy name in congregations around the nation from agents of Satan who seek to destroy or terrorize them. We also pray for all who have encountered tragedy recently, whether from earthquakes in Puerto Rico, aircraft disasters caused by accident or war, extreme weather or motor vehicle fatalities, the unexpected and often meaningless loss of lives we love caused by these events can shake our confidence in your plans for us. We also know that several of our members and their families face difficult medical conditions, depression, despair, and other physical and mental challenges. They worry a lot and are stressed by uncertainty, and we are too. We know our true future with you, but our memories are short and our faith fragile at times. Through Jesus' sacrifice, you have already forgiven us for our doubts, but you know that they remain real to us. Holy Spirit, please grasp firmly our inner souls and calm our anxiety and worries. Send friends to carry your word of comfort when we struggle. We really desire peaceful hearts, and only you, Holy Spirit, can provide this blessing. We pray for your mercy upon those who have died but have never known Jesus, and for those who may have turned away from his saving grace. We know what you have said in Holy Scripture about this. But even so, we pray that the Holy Spirit would bring them to faith in their final moment, or that you would grant mercy to those whom we love, as it is within your absolute power to do so. We thank you for all the beauty that surrounds us. Please focus our eyes on your perfect creation and help us to see the good around us rather than focusing on the bad. Thank you especially and always for the gift of your Son, our eternal Savior, Jesus Christ. Finally, we now share with you our personal prayers kept deep in our hearts or spoken aloud. Into your hands, Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share the peace. Please stand. Pray with me. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts. With them we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that you have made. For the sake of the end, we may for us. Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is. 
indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, through Christ our Lord, sharing our life he lived among us to reveal your glory and love, that our darkness should give way to his own brilliant light. And so with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy. night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus Christ took the bread and he gave thanks. And then he broke it, giving it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks. And then he gave it to his disciples, saying, take and drink. This is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, that we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, and his triumphant coming again. Let us now pray together the perfect prayer that Jesus gave to us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Divine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The holy sacrament of the altar is a gift. It's where God promises that his son meets us right here in the simple elements of wine and the simple element of bread. This is a meal for all who confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and I heard you do it. So if you'd like, come. The table is prepared. You may be seated, and the ushers will bring you forward.
Will you please stand? Our uh, sending hymn always makes me smile. I don't know if you've ever seen a youth group singing Leaning in the everlasting arms, but it's about as close to a mosh pit as I ever got at church. I know we won't do that out there, will we, Sean? Okay, you, you got clear. Okay, watch out there, Mom. But uh, let us sing that as unto the Lord. And now the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you his perfect peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.